the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. Oh, thank you so much for staying with us because this is a show where, you know, God, he invites us to take him off our to-do list and to simply be, simply be with him. And that is what we are doing today. I have a guest with us. Her name is Sherry Brendel. And if you want to learn more about her, I want you to go to Style by color.com she has so many wonderful resources for you on stylebycolor.com and so welcome to the show sherry thanks for having me back it was fun to be here it's so much fun to be here and we were at the cliffhanger yesterday when we left <laughs> off we were talking about you had been invited to a bible study from the makeup counter where you worked and you've accepted christ you're 28 years old but we, we said there's more to the story. God did more in your life. So would you be willing to keep going and tell us the rest of your testimony? Sure. Absolutely. So before I was invited to that Bible study, I had already been married and divorced at a super young age, 21, something right around there. Mm-hmm. I was married to a man who said that if I ever tried to leave him, he would throw my body into the Everglades, which mm. I've been to Miami and been to the Everglades. You may know about that. But if, and he said um, he was very emotionally and verbally abusive and so um, also sexually abusive and I don't even share what it is that he did with that but it was it was a very hard thing for a young girl and I um, ended up getting out of there with the help of my sister one evening and so so from that I ended up you know dating you know one guy after the other after the other kind of taking that same pattern that I had developed earlier in my life and you know trying to be accepted and the only way I knew how to do that was you know through guys through men and so I ended up um, just you know dating you know different guys and I ended up meeting this guy who was a uh, a police officer, and he was a um, really good-looking guy. Do you guys remember, or who your listeners who are listening, mm-hmm. you know who Tom Selleck is? Oh, yeah, of course. So, okay, so it wasn't him, but he looked just like him. So <laughs> just a really handsome guy. This guy was six foot six. Mm, six foot six. six. Just really, yeah, the broad shoulders, but, you know, he was a police officer. So we ended up dating. The problem, now remember, I'm not a Christian yet. You know, I'm not a, a I'm you know, I'm not, I don't have a relationship with Christ yet. So this is earlier. I'm like 25, 20, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere around there, maybe 23, 24, somewhere in there. Anyway, um, he, we dated for several years. The problem was he would never take me out in public. Mm-hmm. And so ooh, ooh, my self-esteem, yeah, and my self-esteem just started going lower and lower and lower. Like, why won't he take me out in public? And it turns out he uh, had like seven other women that he was dating at about this, during the same time he was dating me. He would tell me, I love you, 
but then, you know, and I ended up finding um, something that, that actually clued me in on all of that. But I um, ended up almost with a nervous breakdown and the doctor said, I don't know what you're doing in your life, but you better change it because you are not faring well. Mm. And so I ended up leaving the relationship, not really wanting to, and, um, but because I thought I was in love with the guy, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I ended up pretty soon after meeting um, a guy who was Bigger than that guy, he was six foot eight, two eighty. And Whoa. this guy told me that he had played NFL. He was retired from the NFL. He played for Kansas City and Atlanta. He told me that he said, um, "Please, whenever you're with my family, don't bring up the fact that I played football. My mother hates the fact that I played football. Mm. Don't bring it up." But he didn't. But he, but he said I could share it with my family. So we would go. I, my family lived in North Carolina then. Yeah. By then. And so we would go home to North Carolina and have these big, long conversations about this. And so, you know, what position did you play? All the things. But then we'd go to his parents' home, who lived in uh, Palm Beach, Florida, and nothing. Like Red flag. Yeah, nothing? Yeah, red flag. Naive is what could be another name for me, honestly. <laughs> Naive. And you were so, young, Sherry. I mean. I was young. I was young, yes. But, you know, you know. And so I just believed, you know, I I just believed what he said and just trusted. Well, um, that what, so we ended up getting married and uh, we ended up, let's see, we, so I got married to him right around probably at 28 and that shortly thereafter is when I was invited to that Bible study. Mm -hmm. And so very early in our marriage, I became a, a believer and also you know, we started, he even went to church with me. We both got baptized. And wow. um, so, you know, but the stories, this was still the story. So anytime we would go somewhere, that was, what do, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I did. I'm retired. And he owned uh, exercise equipment places um, by then. So, you know, so I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. And so um, it was about, I don't know, we were probably married five or six years. Mm-hmm. And, well, let's see, 20 years, my, my math, I've never been really good at math. That's I was right. around 32, around 32, 33 years old, so four or five years in. And we were getting ready to go out to a New Year's Eve party, and he, um, the phone rang, and he went for to answer the phone, and I heard him, I could tell he was talking to his mom. And he was like, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, are they still there? you know, this conversation. Well, what had happened is my parents had come for a visit to Miami Mm. and were, you know, had visited us. It was around the holidays. And so on their way home, they stopped at his parents' home in Palm Beach. Well, a conversation ensued Mm. where they said, gosh, you know, it's too bad about all of his surgeries. He had just had knee surgery and neck surgery. Too bad um, about all his surgeries. I guess it's from all of his days playing football. His Uh mom and parents looked at my parents and went, football. Football. He's, he's never played a day of football in his life. Hmm. So wow. when my parents left, yeah, how about that? So conversation changes, and my parents end up, you know, they leave because they're heading back to North Carolina. Well, his mom gets on the phone with him, like, what is going on? So, I mean, I'm all dressed up. We're getting ready to go to New Year's Eve party. I'm sitting on the couch, and, you know, I can hear him, like, what's he so distressed about? He comes in, and he says, i got to tell you something. So that's the day that I found out that he had never played football, hmm. that he actually was in the mafia. Oh, no yeah. way. Yeah. 
And I just sat there like, oh, my goodness. Like, what? Like, Mm -hmm. huh? Like, it can't be possible. Mm -hmm. And, I I mean, and so he told me I could not tell anybody, and I didn't tell anybody. And you're probably wondering, what did you tell your parents? Well, my parents never brought it up, which is just the oddest thing. That is odd. I look back at that, and I go, why did they not bring it up? I don't know. They didn't bring it up. And um, but I did talk to our, our my pastor's wife about it. I'm like, and she's like, you can't say a word. Like you can't. You're like, no, this is dangerous territory. You can't say a word. And so I ended up um, not saying anything. But about it, we and we stayed married. We were married about another year. When he came to me and said um, that I needed to get out of town, that things were getting very dangerous. I, he started getting sloppy. He started bringing people to the house that I should never have met. And one thing led to another, and he said, you know, there's a court case that's coming up. You may be called to testify, and you just need to not be around. Yeah, yeah. And so I remember crying in the Olive Garden parking lot, like, what are we doing? You know, no, we mm. can't get divorced. I've already been divorced once, remember? So yes. I've already been divorced once, and I was, you know, and I'm a Christian now. I mean, that's what I said. I'm a Christian now. I can't get divorced. Mm. And he said, no, for your health and safety you you gotta you gotta work this is this is done we'll probably get back together one day you know mm. or whatever so anyway um we ended up getting divorced i actually went to an attorney and said what am i going to do and they said you cannot win against these people take the cash and go just mm. like here you know so they gave me a you know cash settlement small not you know um and so here you go enough to pay off my wow. bills and stuff and so but I did not immediately leave Miami. Mm-hmm. My, I don't know how much time we have left right we now. We have about one, one minute left, one and a half, yeah. Okay. We might want to leave this part okay. for the next segment because what was about to happen is something that is um, just probably this is what changed the, you know, this is what changed the next couple of years actually the rest Mm. of my life so why don't we do that yeah we will save that for the next section i i mean this is really fascinating to me where we're at here because he you find out he's in the mafia but yet you are a believer at this point right you know the lord and so you must have been praying you must have been crying out to god like i need your help and so it's a good thing bible study every week and and i'm not allowed to tell them and going to Bible study and you're, you, but you must have felt very alone. So we definitely, we, we want to pick this story up tomorrow. You are listening to Simply for Women. You've been listening to Simply for Women and I have Sherry Brendel with me. And so stay with us tomorrow because we need to hear the rest of her testimony. I I have a special offer for you. I want you to grab a copy of my devotional. It's a Christmas heart, the story of Mary. And there's Christmas recipes in there for the holidays. So I want you to go to jennifer-jackson.org and get your copy of A Christmas Heart, the story of Mary. And on December 6th at 6.30, You can join me at the church next door on the west side of Columbus. We're going to bring recipes to exchange, cookies to eat, and we're going to talk about Mary. We're going to talk about Christmas. I want to see you there December 6th, 630 at the church next door in Columbus, Ohio. You have been listening to Simply for Women. Thank you for being with us today.
hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be. Simply be with God. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.